0: Scored 92 goals this year so far for the Stanton Flyers. Get him a uniform.
1: Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever it is, wherever you are. My name is Malachi J. Matthews, and I am joined, as always, on another edition of Lockdown Super Tap Film Club with Hollywood Fletch. How's it going, Hollywood Fletch?
0: I'm really hungover.
1: You're really hungover. was well, because mm-hmm. we stayed up late watching WrestleMania, didn't we? Yeah,
0: like, it was like, quite good, like wasn't it?
1: Boys. Yeah, it was good. I watched it, um, watched it all weekend. Watched it on the Saturday with Mark and a uh, referee that we used to work with, JB. Oh, and yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. And then Saturday night, watched it with yourself. And we caught, re-watched the uh, Undertaker-AJ Styles match from the, the previous night.
0: Yeah, they should do all wrestling like that. Just do it like a tap film, basically, from now on. Yeah, yes. Why didn't, why didn't Lucha Underground catch on?
1: The Undertaker, because they don't it?
0: make it available here in the UK, for fuck's sake.
1: No, they don't. They don't, unfortunately. What else have you been up to on the lockdown? You've been back to work, haven't you, Bub? You've gone back to your yeah. world.
0: Yeah, I've, I still yeah. work. Key worker.
1: You're just wandering around in the apocalypse on your own?
0: Yeah, basically. What else have you been doing to entertain yourself while trapped inside? I've been on the PlayStation, mate. I've been playing Mad Max.
1: I had a bit of Do a... you know what I
0: did the other day? What? And this is how, this is how I know that I'm going a bit crazy. I what? walked into a room on the game in Mad Max... And I instinctively made Max stand two metres away from everyone else in the room without thinking Uh, about it. And then when I realised what I'd done, I thought, I desperately need to go outside.
1: Yeah. I went outside for, I went on a massive long walk around the block, basically, for no good reason the other night. Just because it is getting to the point where I'm starting to go a little bit mad. That's what happens when you can't do anything, isn't it, Fletch? can't do anything.
0: Yeah, this is, this is a really upbeat episode.
1: Oh, no, it's fine. But the thing is, though, we're doing some sports tat. It's not even tat. It's just a badass film, this one. I just wanted to <laughs> do it because it's a feel-good movie, and we need feel-good movies at this time, in particularly, Fletcher. Do you, do you not agree?
0: I honestly believe that sports films are the best genre of film imaginable because most of the time they all have the, the exact same storyline, but they're oh, all yeah. still brilliant.
1: So then, Fletch, what did we do this week? Young Blood. Young Blood, 1986 ice hockey drama starring Rob Lowe, Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves is in this, Fletch, as well. What a cast. What a cast of characters. Now, we watched this together last year, and it was the first time you'd seen it, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'd never even heard of this film before, and I couldn't believe it when I watched it. It's because amazing. Like I, say, I absolutely love it sports films. I think they're the best kind of films.
1: Yeah, like, like, like Fletcher said, they all have a very very similar structure, but this film when you're watching it and you finally get to the end you realise this film is part Star Wars part Top, top Gun part Karate Kid, part Team Wolf part Footloose it's just amazing. Soundtrack is a banger. William Orbit.
0: It's also part Bull Durham.
1: Yeah but it's, that's what I mean. It's got it all Fletch
0: It's got Cynthia Gibb
1: Cynthia Gibb, yeah. What else was she in? She was in a couple of Van Damme films, wasn't she? She was in Death Warren.
0: Yeah, with, with Jean-Claude. She was in Short Circuit 2.
1: Oh, Electric Boogaloo. The one where the lead singer from Spinal Tap is a right bastard. Yeah. So for once, Fletch, we're starting a film that doesn't start with a neon city night. It starts with the misty, misty memory of two brothers playing ice hockey on a frozen pond in America. Just good times, but it ends up in a tussle, and that tussle leads into a slow-motion montage of a sweaty Rob Lowe, Dean Youngblood. He's doing ice hockey stuff without a helmet on, in a foggy, foggy ice arena, Fletch. It's thick with synthesizers. Everything <laughs> is slow-motion. I mean, you pretty much you know you're going to like this from, from the get-go, really. I, could, I compared this earlier on to Top Gun on Ice. I think that's... Uh, not a bad representation. And another thing with a tat film, I know we said it wasn't really a tat film, but a lot of the, a, a tat staple is starting with a breakfast, a family breakfast. Rob Lowe, he's Dean Youngblood. He's having breakfast with his grumpy farmer dad and his brother, and he just dropped hot news on him. And he says, I've been offered a tryout for the Ham- Hamilton Mustangs. It's a ice hockey team, junior ice hockey team down in, down in Canada. And sad dad says, there's too much work to be done here, mate. It's basically Star Wars. It's the start of Star Wars.
0: He won't let him join the Empire and become a pilot.
1: Yeah, because he's got crops to dust. It's the same thing, Fletch. He says, <laughs> i got to play in junior hockey if I'm ever going to make it as a pro. And Dad says, no, I can't afford it. It's, I can't afford to lose you on the farm. Rob Lowe says, I'll pay someone. I'll cover it with my bonus. And Dad says, ha, ah, you mean like your brother Kelly? All he got was a stick in the eye. And a twenty thousand dollar doctor's bill for the fun of it. Dad hates hockey, Fletch. He fucking hates it. Kelly says it's all right. I'll pick up the slack, pop. I'll pick up the slack. He's got one eye. Got one eye. Had it knocked out because he was a he's a former hockey player himself, mate. That's can you
0: lose an eye playing hockey?
1: Yes, you can. Yeah.
0: Has anyone ever lost an eye playing ice hockey? Yeah, that's in fact why they have to wear visors now, because loads of people have lost eyes. Oh, my God. Oh, you're quite a big hockey fan, aren't you, Malachi? I am.
1: Yeah, I am. Yeah, I used to go, used to go quite a lot to uh, Nottingham Panthers. Quite a lot. I haven't been for fucking ages, but yeah, quite a hockey fan.
0: If I can confess, I have never watched hockey.
1: Oh, mate, we should go. We should go when when we're allowed outside again. that will go on
0: my list of things to do when when I'm out of prison.
1: It was good. Uh, Me and I took Sexy down a few times, and it was hilarious. Banging on the glass and singing with all the old ladies. Pissed out of his face. It was good.
0: Okay. McKelly says, yeah,
1: I've got the slack, Pop. But Pop says, ha, how long is that going to last? Rob says, I don't want to be a goddamn farmer my whole life.
0: Rob had to learn how to skate for this film.
1: Oh, really? Because he looks pretty good at it. But he's always yeah. skating in slow motion, so, you know, maybe there's something <laughs> in that. Big brother Kelly drops him off, and uh, on the way to Canada, he teaches him the Canadian National Anthem, because you're going to need to uh, learn that when you start working at the Hamilton Arena. Kelly is a sleeveless, badass brother, and he says, you're on your own, and he drives away. Now, it's tryouts <laughs> time, Fletch. All the players are fucking rubbish, absolutely rubbish. And he says, where do you get these players from, Mexico? That's the joke is, Fletch. Uh, play ice hockey in Mexico.
0: Where do they play ice hockey?
1: They play all over the world, but they don't play now in Mexico.
0: Do they have like an ice hockey World Cup? Yes, they do. Oh wow! Yeah, they do. We've been to see a couple of the matches.
1: In fact, how uh, good ter- are we? We're okay. We're okay. We're, we used to get into like different, just going up and down in the divisions. We're not. We never get. Never get really to the top. Uh, but me and my dad have been to see them a few times. We saw Great Britain play the Netherlands. The tryouts, Fletch. There's a big. Beefy fella. And he's checking the fuck out of everyone. He's knocking all the folk down. And as soon as the, just literally as soon as the, the puck drops. He's a fucking animal, Fletcher. He's a goon. He's got 15 goals and 22 assists over the past season. But 378 minutes in penalties. He's brutal, Fletch. Checking people like fools. His name <laughs> is Karl Racky. The evil Karl
0: Racky. He looks kind of like... Uh, have you ever seen Goon? I have. Yeah. He looks like Lev Schreiber in that film.
1: It's basically the same character.
0: Lev Schreiber when he's like is this guy when he's older. Yeah. Do you reckon Goon is just like a spiritual sequel? of. I love Goon. There's a second one. Have you ever watched the second one? I haven't
1: watched the second one, no, but I've seen I've read the book. I've got the documentary that it's based on the second one because it's it's based on a different set of people. But
0: yeah, it's good. The Last Gladiators is a really sad document. Ice hockey films are all really good. Yeah, they are, yeah. I can't think of a bad one. No. Even, like, Mystery Alaska. Have you ever watched
1: that? Oh, God. The one about the local, the local hop- hockey game on the pond. Yeah, that one's wicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to this one, Fletch. As he said, <laughs> the evil Carl Racky is there. He's checking fools hard. Rob Lowe watches as he's just smashing everyone up like fucking biscuits. The coaches are impressed in his mean streak. Rob Lowe swaps places with him on the ice with Hackey. There's a hard stare down as they swap from bench to ice. Rob scores with a sweet, sweet, fast slap shot on the first time he gets on. And the coaches are like, his name's Dean Youngblood. He's five foot ten and he's 17 years old. He's an American kid from Stanton. He's scored 92 goals so far this year and 125 assists. How many time, how many minutes in penalty box do you think he's had compared to old uh, rough justice back there? 14 minutes yeah because he's a pussy fletch. The coach recognizes Dean. He says that's Kelly Youngblood's little brother. He's fast and the team need something fast at the minute. The team speaking of the team fletch they're watching from the sidelines with their leader the majestic The beautiful, ladies and gentlemen, Patrick Swayze is here. He can skate. Yeah, he can skate. I'm sure he can. Can he skate in real life?
0: He's a trained figure skater.
1: Of course he is. He's like lightning in in Dirty Dancing. That explains Dirty Dancing. Light of foot. God rest his soul, big Pat. Patrick Swayze, the big Swayze. This is the first Swayze film we've done, isn't it?
0: Patrick Swayze was in one of the greatest films of all time.
1: Roadhouse, I knew you were going to say it, but yeah. What a film. What a film. World's greatest bouncer. Beating up the likes of Terry Funk in that film.
0: Oh, he fucked up Terry Funk.
1: And then bad men with a fucking monster truck. Oh, we need to do... road. In fact, Roadhouse is going on the list soon, mate. Swayze is... We need some more Swayze in these dark times.
0: You see his butt in it.
1: Oh, mate, of course you do. When he's in his, his um, <laughs> no-electricity karma shed. He just reads, mate. He just reads looking out the window, looking at the... Uh, the bourgeois people over the other side of the pond doing their cocaine and their parties, landing in helicopters and smashing up local car dealerships with monster trucks.
0: It's, his, it's his fortress crazy. of solitude.
1: Yeah, that's it. He's doing yoga, sorting horses out. But anyway, in this, yeah, he's a majestic teenage. <laughs> he's a majestic teenage junior hockey captain, Derek Sutton Fletch. One of the teammates asks, asks, asks Big Pat. He's like, Big Pat, why isn't, he, why isn't anyone checking him? And he says, because they can't catch him. The kid's fast. Youngblood and Racky are now face to face in a face-off on the ice. The puck drops and Racky immediately high sticks Low to the face, knocking his helmet off and he goes down like a sack of shit because he can't fight, Fletch. Low is cut. He's got a cut to the eye. Youngblood is bleeding Young Blood, He's not used to it, Fletch. They take him off. Racky wants to check. He checks him again. Racky's like, you want to go, pretty boy? He doesn't want to go. Swayze laughs at him. He's like, ha, 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 ha. he's out of here. He can't fucking party, He can't fight. And they're like, yeah, he fights like an old lady. The sweaty bro locker room, mate. What about that? Swayze working out with topless beef with a Walkman on. <laughs> they're listening to like 80s rock. And they're all just working out hard, smoking fags, doing steroids. And there's a sign on the wall that says, Winning isn't everything, Fletch, because it's the only thing. Rob Lowe gets picked for the team because of his his, uh, acute speed on on the ice. Nobody could catch him. So they have to give Racky the news, and he's not fucking happy. He's like, you you picked that pipsqueak, eh? Coach Murray says, maybe there's a place for you in another team. I only had one spot for the playoffs. Racky says, I kicked his ass, bro. He said, I know you kicked his ass. But he's not as fast as you, all right? And he says, yeah, I'll see you around. And he knocks all the equipment off. Uh, and he knocks all the equipment over and he leaves in a huff. Rob follows Rocky out to try and, like,
0: apologise to him. And he's just in a towel. and you... jocks. Juxtap- what? Is that stick- what you read from that? Is that what, what you read from that? What? He followed him out to try and apologise to him.
1: All right, OK. Well, I've obviously got it wrong then. Follows him out. He picked up a hockey stick.
0: And stormed out after him, and you <laughs> thought he was going to apologize. No, because
1: I, I, I must have missed that when I was like, right. all right, okay, stop laughing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is this an autistic <laughs> thing where someone's like being really aggressive, but you can't recognize faces, and you're like, oh, he's saying hello. <laughs> 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 hello, Roblo. <Lowe>. He's <laughs> just walking Thank up to you with a hockey stick, and you're like, hello. Oh, you bought me my hockey stick back. Thank you, Roblo. <laughs> That's very good.
1: Taking bumps, mate, realise it's happening. He gets out to the corridor just in time to see Racky leaving the door, and as the door closes, the towel falls behind him. Fletch, enter the love interest. She says, "New uniforms for the playoff." She looks at Rob Lowe's cheeky bum. Oh, nothing says joining a sports team like a good bit of hazing. Fletch,
0: I get this bit so confusing to me. Yeah, Roblo is in his locker room and he's putting up his name tag on the locker. The guys, the boys come and sneak up behind him and they pin him down and shave his balls.
1: Yeah, sports, mate. That's it. That's what it's like. Sport bans. Lads, 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 lads. I don't get it. Why? Well, you'd get arrested for that now. Yeah, but why would, why, what? I don't get it. It's 80s sports bans and
0: initiation, Fletch. Just having your balls shaved.
1: Where do you think I love wrestling? It's all the ball shaving, mate.
0: Did they shave your balls when you were uh, joined up with wrestling? Uh, is it some kind of sexual thing?
1: I don't think it's a sexual thing. No, it's a it's a frat thing, isn't it, Fletch? It's the eighties. You get your balls is shaved.
0: It, you know. So is it, is it is it supposed to be humiliating?
1: Yeah, I think so. It's
0: just a bit having of fun. having shaven balls.
1: Swayze, shaving your balls with a cutthroat razor and a pair of pants wrapped around his face that says Dr. Swayze written on it crudely in, in Sharpie. It's not going to fill if you anything, in.
0: anything, I would say the most humiliating thing in that situation would be having to shave someone else's balls.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't like it. I mean, have you ever shaved your own balls?
0: Well, yeah. that's, that's tricky enough about having to do it on someone else, surely.
1: Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's a fucking nightmare. If you're going to do it, do it with clippers. Come on. It's the 80s. People, it was, you know, there's a different time, Fletch. It was a different
0: time. Do you reckon anyone got, like, badly cut?
1: Oh, probably. But then that makes a good story down the pub, doesn't it?
0: Why are uber straight dudes, like proper, like, macho dudes, just obsessed with touching each other's dick and balls?
1: I don't know, mate. So Rob Lowe's got a new job at the hockey, but he needs a new place to stay. So they've put him up in Mrs. McGill's boarding house.
0: Well, this is where it gets a bit ball doesn't it? He gets to the house. What's her name? Mrs. McGill. Mrs. McGill. So is she yep. married then?
1: Oh, I think it might be Miss McGill. Miss I mean, McGill. She looks like a woman that may have been married in the past. She's an older lady, Fletch, isn't she?
0: Mm-hmm. And she's got hot pants on.
1: Yes, she has. She's got hot pants on.
0: So she's but... just got a house where she just keeps all these teenage boys. Uh hmm Wait, she said they—they said at the beginning of the film that he's seventeen years old.
1: Yeah, he's seventeen years old. Yeah.
0: So, wouldn't that be like statutory rape over there?
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: In North America.
1: So, yeah, she's got a a pile of hockey cards. Uh, This woman's
0: just keeping all these young boys at house and just diddling them. (laughs) Diddling them. Well, this is actually really sinister.
1: Well, she makes Rob. Yeah, it is when you think about it. Rob Lowe sits down and, on the bed, and she comes in with a uh, a pot of tea, and and a, and a stack of uh, ice hockey collectors' cards. You know, like tops cards. And yeah. it turns out they're the cards of all the men that she's diddled over the years. <laughs> she keeps
0: she keeps the tops cards of the players that she's uh, all the she's, young all young boys that she's diddled.
1: Yeah, so uh, and she, w- while Rob Lowe's looking at all the cards of uh, the people that have been there before him, she takes the top off and then diddle, they, she gets it on. The uh, teacups are clanking away outside the door. Who's peeping through the door, Fletch?
0: <laughs> it's Keanu Reeves.
1: It's little Keanu Reeves and he says yep. in his amazing accent, She do this to me last year, yes? And the other dude with him says, she do this to me last night, Uh uh-huh. Oh, dude. So yeah, she is. She's just got a house full of teenage hockey players and she's diddling them. Silly. Isn't that technically a sex ring? Well, yeah. Mrs. McGill's house of boys. (laughs) After he's been with Mrs McGill, he goes down the pub to meet Swayze. And Swayze toasts him and he says, there's only one thing better than a cold glass of beer. And that's tea with Miss McGill.
0: Way, we've all been diddled.
1: Tracy says to Rob Lowe, he says, hey, I saw you try out, kid. You got speed. He says, thanks. And one of the other guys says, yeah, you got fast legs, but you got slow fists because <laughs> you fight like an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> and they're talking about Raki and saying he's a badass and just go, Phew. I'm surprised, you know, I'm not surprised you didn't try and fight him. Keanu Reeves chimes in with his second line of the film. Don't forget his French, guys, because he says, that man is a fucking an animal,
0: no? So Keanu is the goalkeeper. Did you know Keanu was a goalkeeper?
1: No, I didn't know.
0: Yeah, see, that's his hockey experience, right? And they called they called him the Wall. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's amazing! What a man! What a mighty good man, Keanu Reeves. In is that man not the second coming? What can he not do?
0: Yeah, what a cast,
1: yeah. eh? Well, yeah, what a crowd. Well, I mean, it's it is. It's a, it's a classic. This film is a good one. Swayze gets a round of tequilas in. Two girls that are at the bar come over and join the bros, and they pull a <laughs> the false teeth trick on them. Fletch,
0: oh, oh the old false teeth trick.
1: Yeah, high jinks, good time.
0: Hiding false teeth in your bloody Mary.
1: Yeah, that's it. But they don't mind, Fletch, because you know they're like, sorry, that is clearly bants. We're not trying to poison you. It's a laugh, <laughs> and they they laugh so hard that their um, bloody Marys come out their nose, and it all gets that's super horrible.
0: Super- yeah, they all get so pissed. are spicy, aren't they?
1: Swayze gets into a drinking competition, but he's not drinking the shots. Youngblood's knocking it back, Fletch. The next day at training, he's a mess. He can't skate, he can't do anything. He's on his arse. Coach <laughs> then bollocks him for being rubbish. He says, this is due to hangover, mate. Sort it out by tomorrow. You can get back to the farm. Rob takes this on board and he goes for a walk. He goes past to the cinema. Did you notice? What are they watching at the cinema, Fletch?
0: I don't know, I didn't look.
1: Slumber Party Massacre. Get out. At, yeah, Slumber Party Massacre is on at the local cinema. And as he's walking past, Jesse comes out. The love interest from a, from earlier on, you know, with the uh, jockstrap incident. Did we watch that? We watched the second one.
0: We watched uh, Slumber Party Massacre 2.
1: We, yeah, we watched the second one with the, hill, uh, with the rockabilly guy with the drill guitar.
0: Shall we do Slumber Party Massacre?
1: Yeah, we probably should. He spots Jessie coming out of the cinema, so he follows her into a bookshop stroke card shop. He picks up a filthy porn novel called Nympho, and she comes up and goes, well, you like books to you? Why don't you read this? And she buys him a copy of Moby Dick, but he goes back and gets the porno.
0: I don't get the significance of the Moby Dick.
1: Well, because it never comes back. I thought well, the first time I watched this, that ah, this will be, you know, this will be the thing like, I gave you the book. I read the book. But yeah, it never gets mentioned again. It's about a of man trying to overcome a massive fucking whale. And it's a metaphor for ice hockey and fighting. But no, never.
0: Have you ever read Moby Dick?
1: Yes, as a child. I can't really fucking remember it.
0: Loads of whale sperm. <laughs> <laughs> and spooning.
1: I'll have a look at it then. Outside the shop, outside the bookshop, they see the coach come in. Rob Lowe says, oh shit, it's the coach. Jesse says, shit. It's my dad. Oh, Fletch! Oh my God, Fletch! The love interest is the coach's daughter.
0: I did not see that coming.
1: And he's like, "What's going on here?" He said, oh, well, we've just been in this bookshop. Your daughter just bought me this book." And he picks up the fucking nympho book. Ugh, oh, that's embarrassing. Why doesn't
0: he yeah. just buy like normal porn?
1: I don't know. I mean, he just must... he
0: buys a novel. He buys a porn
1: novel. I used to work in a bookshop years and years ago, and we used to sell loads of those porn novels. And people used
0: to eat them up—the erotic literature, like three pound fifty a go. They could
1: finish (laughs) that in an afternoon.
0: I was on my Audible, and I was having a look at new books, and I saw the erotic section. So I just uh, so I listened to some of the samples from them, and it's absolutely hilarious. (laughs) I have a question. What's that? Again, Roblo is seventeen. Why they selling in porn?
1: How old is Jesse?
0: I don't know, but they just sold that seventeen-year-old porn.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's is
0: this? Hard. Have I missed something here, or is is, is the uh, is the age of consent lower in Canada than it is in the United States?
1: It's the eighties, mate. It was a different time. What a time to be alive! <laughs> when did this film come out? Eighty-six.
0: Ah, that's two years before Rob Lowe's sex tape.
1: He's building up to it, mate. What? Jesse says, "I don't think it's a good idea for us to see each other." He says, "Okay, well, thanks for the book. And they walk off off separately into the cold Canadian night. Game day, Fletch. Fucking steroids. The team are all on gear. Patrick Swayze is sitting with shades on with a rose from a fan. And he's so fucking cool. But then he eats the rose.
0: Why does he eat the rose?
1: I don't know. He just eats it. Jessie's at at school listening to the game on the radio. Shouldn't be doing that. You know, so she is. It's okay. She's she's still at school. Shouldn't they all be at school? Yeah, but it's ice hockey scholarships—a sport in America. You just—they just—if you're good at sport, they just let you just do sport forever, don't they?
0: Right. So they don't have to go to sc- Is this like Canadian hog walks?
1: Swayze and Youngblood are like a well-oiled machine on the ice, mate. They're like they've been playing hockey together for years. They're setting them up. Youngblood scores. Jessie screams out in a classroom, irresponsible, because she's listening to the radio and she should be learning. After the goal, Swayze gives Youngblood a proper good dude nod. And he gives him the first, his first uh, puck that he scored in a game.
0: Have you ever had a dude nod?
1: I've had a few dude nods in my time, mate, yeah. I'll
0: tell you, I'll tell you a dude nod that I had, right? tell me. It was at a job interview. What, basically what happened at the end of the interview, he was like, what's your favourite film? And I, was, I said, Highlander. And he just gave me the slow dude nod. And I was just like, I've got this job. I've got this tell job. It. There
1: can be only one. Thank you, McLeod. Thank you. McLeod!
0: I know his name! (laughs) I know his name!
1: (laughs) Team win the game, but Youngblood's upset because uh, Coach Murray pulled him at the end of the game. It's due to the fact that he thinks he's diddling his daughter. Roblo goes to see Jesse at the Zamboni, and he says, your dad benched me because he thinks I'm seeing you, because it's a forbidden sports love, Fletch. It just makes it more exciting for him, doesn't it? You shouldn't say that (laughs) to him! This is, what, this is what I'm talking about. He just says, throws caution to the winds, and says, if I'm, not getting, if I'm getting benched for stuff that I'm not doing, then I might as well just start doing it. And she says, oh, what do you mean? And he smoothly says, I'm going to take you out. Boom. And she says, yeah, obviously, because he's a smooth-ass 17-year-old Rob Lowe. The date choice is pretty bad, though, because it's an old people's skating session where there's a load of old ladies skating around a table of cakes. They pretend that he, he pretends that he can't skate, which is just Bantz, just clearly Bantz. And uh, they get in trouble with the security guard and he goes flying into the cakes, Canada.
0: Hi, Jinx. (laughs) They
1: go back to the office and this is where they uh, talk about how Murray used to be a goon back in the day, Mad Dog Murray Chadwick. Jesse asks Rob, what happens if you don't make it in the pros? He says, I will make it in the pros. Ever since I was six years old, I've been faster than everybody else. They could never catch me. They used to try and beat me. Roblo's sad now. That is really sad. I'd skate back home with my brother when the pond would be frozen. And we'd skate all day (laughs) until it was dark. We'd skate all day. I just never wanted to go home when I was a kid. We just warmed our feet by the fire. Mom used to think we were crazy when we were young. And Jesse says, Young, you're only 17. But I can't get a job with a pro contract. If I don't do it soon, I'm through. It's just the way the game works, Fletcher. And I don't want to work in a goddamn farm all my life. I'm basically
0: the Luke Skywalker of ice hockey. Calm down. You're distorting the audio.
1: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not finished, Fletch, because mum left dad and us. We're about four years back now. She doesn't know anything about this. She doesn't know what's going on. I guess she got tired of the farm, too. Dad never got used to her being gone. Jessie instantly falls in love for the heartwarming, heartbreaking backstory of this boyish good 17-year-old. So she takes him back to McGill's for a slice of young blood pie. 48 minutes, 46 seconds, Fletcher. First full boob of the film. After (laughs) they unbutton their matching lumberjack shirts in front of an open fire, Mrs. McGill walks in on the lovemaking session with a pot of tea, expecting some young blood of her own. But he's totally spent, and we get that, because there was a cheeky little cherry cut. Mrs. McGill just leaves the pot of tea on the side.
0: No diddling tonight.
1: No diddling for Mrs. McGill tonight.
0: This is t- so t- sinister now that I'm thinking about it in that way.
1: She's going to be furious. She's going to beat him.
0: She's going to go and diddle some other poor boy. She's going to diddle poor little Keanu. Yeah, she is.
1: Zachary, like, what is this? Zutalo! Well, we're talking about apartments. Swayze's apartment is the fucking bomb fletch. It's covered in neon signs. It's cool as fuck. It's
0: amazing. It's one of those places that only exist in films.
1: Obviously, some old factory or something that somebody lives in. It's got garden furniture that he sits on, and he's got all they do is they're taking shots and shooting pucks.
0: He's got a bar and a shooting gallery for hockey.
1: Swayze said. Did old lady McGill catch you before or after you put that puck in the net? (laughs) They laugh like bros. It was after Fletch, clearly. Cherry metaphor, wasn't it? Swayze asked Rob about his stitches. He's like, can I have a look at your eye, mate? Those stitches that you got sorted out from day one. They need to come out. He says, why? Why do they need to come out? He says, tomorrow we're playing Thunder Bay, mate. If they see you've got stitches in your eye, they're going to open you up like a packet of crisps, you fool. Swayze talks about Jesse and he says, you know, you need to be careful there. It's the, it's the boss's daughter. I got benched once for just looking at her. Roblo says he just wants me there, so someone's there to pass the puck to you. He says, "Ha! I don't need you to pass me the puck, you little hot dog." I made ninety-one goals
0: before you even got here. Is that what Canadian people call people from the United States?
1: Uh, maybe I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, hot
1: dog. Roblo sasses him back, and he gives it the the old Tallahassee sass. He says. Ha! <laughs> then why don't you go to the old Tallahassee Warthogs? Patrick Swayze says, I don't give a fuck, mate. I don't care where I play, as long as I'm number one in that draft and I get the biggest contract I can. I've been busting my ass in this league for four damn years and I'm going to get what's coming to me. I hope he does, Fletcher. I hope he does. He says, I didn't even get to finish high school. I ain't never going to be no lawyer. Hockey is all I got, Roblo. Hockey is all I got. And I can play the game. It's more than just skating fast and shooting bullets. <laughs> you got to understand that they got us by the balls, Fletcher. All we want to do is play hockey so bad. All you want to do when you're growing up is play that game. And then you realize it's more than just a game. You got to play it according to the man's rules. But you still like playing. Oh, my God. When does this end? Stop. <laughs> Pablo, says, Pablo says, do you still like playing? Swayze takes a drink and he says, I fucking
0: love it. That went on forever.
1: The Mustangs are on the road, Fletch. They're in the bus. They get to the first game and the fans fucking hate them. They've got signs that say, "Pussies on Ice. Swayze is skating around, sassing all the fans. They're like, yeah, fuck you, Thunder Bay. Fans are throwing shit at them. They've got chicken wire instead of glass in this place, in this hillbilly establishment, this den of iniquity. Thunder Bay hit the ice, but oh shit, Fletch. The goon himself is goddamn Carl Racky, the ice hockey badman himself. He clocks Rob low as he gets on the ice. Shit, Rob is pooing his pants now. He's going to get smashed, Fletch. He's going to get smashed. Jessie's at home watching the game tentatively on TV doing homework because she's good. Thunder Bay are basically the Cobra Kai of junior ice hockey, though, aren't they, Fletch? They wear black gear. They're dirty as fuck on the ice.
0: Coach- they actually wear black and yellow. Does every sport have its own Cobra Kai?
1: It does, mate, yeah. And this is the Cobra Kai of ice hockey. Coach isn't happy with the first period of the game. He's like, I didn't drive halfway across the Arctic, turken to get beaten by these goons. You're a team. You're a family, if you want to be it. if you want to be winning out there, you've got to act like one. The next period comes, and uh, Raki takes down Keanu Reeves, so the team fight back hard, bringing in the hard checks of justice. They're a different team, Fletch. They're revitalised by the coach's words. But the fight... Causes a bench clearance and the whole team starts fighting. The bench is clear. Everything kicks off. Even the coach starts fighting the fans. We get slow-mo, hockey fight, chaos. The Mustangs are battered in the locking room and the coach swaps out young blood for an injured player. You've got to take the left wing in the next period. Roblo looks worried about the responsibility, but Patrick Swayze gives him a reassuring bro nod. Next period, slow-mo action. The game is going well. Rob sets up Swayze. Swayze scores a sweet slow-mo goal. What a team. Thunder Bay are fucking furious. Their baddie, their baddie goalie has got a skull face. You can tell they're an evil team because he's got a skull mask on. Swayze and Youngblood high five. Hold on, Fletch. Hold on, Fletch. The coach of Thunder Bay is having a sly word in the ear of the evil goon Racky. He nods. He takes to the ice. Swayze is going to score again. He's almost there. Slow motion. Slow motion. Racky checks the Swayze hard, hard into the barriers. Helmet first. He goes down. He goes down, but he's backed up by his teammates. Hewitt gets sent off for slashing. Fires a puck at the ref and he's out of the arena, Fletch. He's out. Oh my God. But what about Racky? The Fletch didn't even see it. The bastards, the bastards get away with it with a dirty check. He's basically the Ric Flair of ice hockey now. Swayze's on the bench glaring at the bad guy. His helmet isn't fastened up from the incident early on. And he says to Youngblood, he's going, I'm going to get that, dickhead. I ain't going to get that, son of a bitch. Racky scores, equalising the game. 1-1. At this point, the coach punches a fan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just like that. No context. He just punches him.
1: Racky checks Youngblood. Swayze retaliates, knocking Racky down. Swayze sets Youngblood up to score while celebrating... Racky approaches Swayze from behind and he knocks him down. His helmet comes off and he hits the floor cold. The straps were released. The back of his head, Fletch. The is down. It's over. Swayze is fucked. Rob Lowe has got the blood of his bros on his hand. Get this man to hospital. But Racky sits down with no remorse whatsoever. Fucking hell, Fletch. Hard times. Hard times.
0: Did you know that that was based on a true event? That incident really. where a, a hockey it. player died because his helmet came off and he fell.
1: Swayze's in hospital and he's in a bad way. Rob Lowe's really upset. Swayze's had a plate put in his head from the falling on the ice thing. And Rob Roblo goes to visit him and tell him everything's okay. Swayze says, what happened? He says, Racky blindsided you. He says, did you get that son of a bitch for me, Rob Lowe? Did you get him? He <laughs> lies, Fletch. Lies. He says, yeah, I got him. Swayze sleeps soundly, thinking that his brogue had his back. But he didn't, Fletch. He didn't. The team go home on the bus and the coaches are worried about Swayze because they think he's got brain damage and everyone's sad. He said, we only had one more game and we would have had it wrapped up, it's a shame we can't get someone to take his place at this late notice. It's so sad. Coach wants them to practice as soon as they get off the bus, but Rob Lowe refuses. He's like, why are we practicing? He says, I want you to practice fighting and falling over and your helmet's not coming off. If you're not on the ice in five minutes, Rob Lowe, then you are off this team. Rob Lowe takes his name label down and he fucks off. And he, he says, just keep on walking, Youngblood, all the way back to the Hick Farm. Do
0: you know what the best thing about this film is? His name is Youngblood.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and
0: they're
1: just like, Youngblood. All the way through it blood is racked with guilt. He says, I could have done something. I could have hit Racky before he got to Swayze. You mean maim Racky, Jesse says. And he says, why not? You're all alike, you hockey players. Don't you see you're no better than Vacky? Violence begets violence, says Jesse. But he says, if I'd have smashed him, Captain Swayze wouldn't be in hospital with a plate in his head, in his beautiful, majestic head. He says, what if it was you? What if it was you? Why don't you just quit? And he says, I did. (gasps) He tells Jesse he's he's quit. And she says, it's only a game, which is what you do not to say to anyone who plays a game. Never say it's only a game. They will hate you for it. And he says, it's all I've ever wanted to do. Rob goes home with his tail between his legs, like his big brother, one-eyed brother, Kelly, had predicted. He says, ah, you really showed him, didn't you, you superstar? All I ever wanted to do was play hockey. But all the other teams were mean. And the coach doesn't like me. And Patrick Swayze's a bit ill because he bumped his head. And he goes, he nearly died, you fucking idiot. And he said, yeah, but you didn't, did you? He says, no. And he sits down all sad, Rob and his brother, takes the higher ground. And he says, I didn't bust my nut doing the work at two just so you can give up. Do you want to be a farmer? Or do you want to play at Madison Square Gardens? I begged them to let me play. Beg them, Fletch! And I only had one eye so they wouldn't let me play. Do you think Patrick Swayze would ditch you? Ditch his team? No. And if you were a real friend, you would have just fucked off and left him there in the first place because he's in hospital and he's got brain damage. Chaswick is the best coach in the league. And he never quit. Never. I've got half a mind to call him up and see if they'll let me take your place. And Roblo says you'd never make it. All you could ever do is fight.
0: The setup for this Uh. is just unbelievable.
1: Isn't it? You could, I wonder what's going to happen next.
0: Yeah, he's, he's just again. like, you can just fight. It's like, oh my God, that's the thing that they've been talking about this entire time.
1: He needs to become a, a, a whole hockey player, Fletch. That's what the problem is. He's staring oh. him in the face.
0: Rob Lowe's back I thought they worse. didn't fight. I thought like they had like, some guys who were like Rob Lowe, just really fast and wily. And then they had other guys who were just really odd who just beat the shit out of people.
1: But they do, mate. But it's going to have to be both, isn't he? Because the, their, hard out, their hard man's out for the uh, the incident before. And it's, it's just a matter of a when game. Rob goes back to farm work, but he hates it. He shitted it. Feeding chickens and stuff like that is fucking awful. His brother's giving a hard time. There's a review of the game in the paper. And he's reading it out to his brother. The latest game's awful. The Mustangs got battered. And they got battered because there was no Patrick Swayze and there was no... Roblo Youngblood. And to make things worse, they're a man down for the next game. Shit. Roblo is now racked with guilt and he stares at a punch bag. And his brother walks in behind him with a beer and he says, Well, you just hit it, pillow hens. And his brother is here to teach him how to fight. To make him that perfect hockey player, Fletch. The yin to his yang. And we get the classic training montage. It's like footloose. It's like footloose, this bit. It's like training him to fight in the footloose barn. The banging soundtrack's on. He's doing weights. He's doing slap chops. And his brother's just teaching him punching.
0: <laughs> he's just doing punching in the barn. He's doing punching in the barn.
1: It's like heat on ice, fire on ice. Dad sees his two sons training for the first time in ages. And he smiles to himself. Roblo is practicing his slap shots in the local hockey rink. They must have one there. And as he's practicing, a lone man takes to the ice fletch. Another man in the distance, an older man, skates around him. Oh my god, it's it's Dad, Fletch. Did Dad ever mention? He skates mention?
0: up a fucking storm.
1: Yeah, his it's dad beat like magic. Yeah, it turns out his dad is the best hockey player in the fucking world.
0: <laughs> his dad is before. actually this really awesome hockey player.
1: Yeah, and he shows him the way. This is where you get the line. You can learn to punch in a barn but you've got to learn to survive on the ice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you know he is a hockey player? Who is he? His name's Eric Nestorenko. Oh, he, he used to, He used to play for the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh,
1: that's good. That's good. Good to know. Well yep. done, Hollywood Trivia Fletch. Well done. Sports Trivia. But yeah, he teaches them all the old jersey grab tricks. All He all, gives him a bit of... Hockey knowledge and dad love. But Rob goes, why didn't you help me before, dad? I was struggling before. And his dad says, I didn't want another son hurt. And they make up and train. And Rob returns to the Mustangs on the day of the final. And the final is against the evil Thunder Bay, no less. He had to go back, Fletch. He has to go back. He turns up at the office and he says, coach, let me play tonight, coach. And he says, you walked away from us. You're through. He says, you need me. He says, oh, you think it's that easy to get back? He steps to the coach. He says, if I can get past you, you let me in. And he adopts a powerful, I've been learning to fight in a barn stance for the past week. And he's like, oh, (laughs) you know, this is scary. And a voice, Fletch, a tired voice from inside the locker room says, coach, let him in. (gasps) Swayze's there. Swayze's there for encouragement. And coach says, suit up. I might use you. Swayze, so you decided to be a hockey player, kid. Swayze's there with his head all bandaged up like the Mr. Man, Mr. Bump, because he's, <laughs> he's got a plate in his head. But he's already walking around to the hockey. He says, yeah, I did. You're going to watch the game? Swayze says, ha, no, I had never watched a game in my life. Why don't you forget about Rocky? There's no point in revenge. It's not worth it. Just go out there and win the fucking game. He says, okay, and they hug and uh, the coaches shed a little bro tear because he's been taught the ways from his brother and his dad. Speaking of his brother and his dad, they're in the crowd, Fletch, along with Jesse tonight. Everybody's there. The whole town's there. Second period and Youngblood still hasn't been on the ice. What is coach thinking? Racky scores, making it a one goal game. The Cobra Kai situation is getting worse. They're, They're starting to advance. The crowd are booing them. Coach says, Youngblood, take the left ring. He's on the ice. The sport's since start. Youngblood is cleaning house. Equalisation. Goal! The baddie coach is now sending Racky to the ice to face off with Youngblood. Shit. Shit, it's getting real, Fletch. It's getting really serious on the ice. Mortal ice enemies. Racky high-sticks Youngblood. But the ref doesn't see it. Racky is like the Ric Flair of ice hockey, like I said earlier on. Youngblood is now bleeding. Youngblood, again, it's all over for Rublo. They take him off the ice and they stitch him up backstage in the locker room. There's only one period left in the game. Coach gives him another rousing speech and he's like, just let's play some, let's play some fucking hockey boys. Woo, all right. One of those ones. And they go out. <laughs> Rucky is all over Rob Lowe. But he won't fight back, Fletch. He won't fight back. The game is nearly over. And Youngblood scores with 10 seconds left in regular time, equalising the game. Penalty shot. Racky takes down Rob Lowe. This is it, Fletch. Rob Lowe versus Skullface. He's finally going to get a penalty shot. It's pressure. It's tense. It's sport. It's slow mo. He's off. Fire and ice. Go, Rob. Go. And it's in. It's a goal. He
0: won. I just heard all I could hear when that happened, when he scored, was just the Top Guns theme song.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the most triumphant song I've ever heard. Yeah,
1: three two. I on think the... they should
0: play it all the time. Every time, like you do something, like you win something, that that <laughs> song should play.
1: <laughs> three two on the board, Fletch. But there's still three seconds on the clock. Racket is on the ice. The coach wants him to come off, and he's like, "I ain't getting off the fucking ice. I want to win this game." Murray says, "All right." I'll let you do it, but you, you, just, you just be careful. The buzzer, the buzzer goes. The final three seconds are over. Mustangs win, but Youngblood is face-to-face with Racky. This is what he wanted to be on the ice for, Fletch. This is the real final. This is what we all want. And he says to Racky, let's go, pretty boy. <laughs> and the he real pretty. is on. Yeah, the fight. They have a massive hockey fight. They start hitting each other with sticks first, which is totally illegal, and you wouldn't <laughs> Never be allowed to do, but yeah, and they,
0: goes, have a, they have a hockey stick duel,
1: yeah, they do, going round and round. And all the, all the other players are going, Let him go, ref, let him go. And then gloves off, throw down. Youngblood can fight because of all the training that he's done with his dad. He pulls the jersey over to his over Racky's over face and he knocks him down, knocking his teeth out. Boom, he's hit the floor. That's it, Fletch. It's over, it's done. Slow mo punch of death. The crowd cheer. The coach lights his cigar and they lift young blood <laughs> on his shoulders and take him to the locker room like the end of Teen Wolf.
0: Like Rudy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> After the game, Fletch, he's just looking at the ice. He's there, remembering all the good times of the last film, the, the film that we've just watched. is like, that was good stuff. Some kids come out and they ask him for his autograph because now he is a hockey hero. And he ends where he wants to be, Fletch. That's it. It's the end. He gets He gets the girl. He gets the job. Rob Lowe, <laughs> Youngblood. A happy story for a horrible time. Oh. He looks
0: fucking brutalised by the end of the film as well. Yeah,
1: he's lost a tooth. He's been smashed in the face. But that's what it's all about, Fletch. It's
0: quite violent, isn't it, hockey? It is. That's why I like it. You're a bit of a psycho then, aren't you?
1: Yeah. So, Youngblood, we both know, stars for that one. All the stars that you can give. We do love sports
0: sports films all the time.
1: We'll look into it. We'll get some more sports films on the go. Like Shaolin Soccer.
0: Shaolin Soccer. Oh, have you? yeah, Kung Fu Dunk. I love Kung Fu Dunk. That's going to be our next sports film. (laughs) I've decided.
1: Well, next week on Supertap Film Club, we've got Gary D coming back, Fletch. Gary D is popping back in, but he's in a bit of a totally different situation to what he's been in before.
0: Kung Fu serial killer. Blood
1: Fu. So thank you for joining us this week on another Skype episode of Super Tap Film Club. Hopefully this won't be going on for much longer, but who fucking knows? And we'll see you next time on Super Tap Film Club.